What's up, everybody? We're back. That's right. After a little hiatus. Yeah. Hello, Tampa. It feels good down here. It does, man. And uh, we are now, I mean, now we're we're off and running, man. This is, we got our little reprieve, and now R2C2 will have the final season edition. Yeah. And we're back. You ready for every Thursday? <laughs> I am. Yeah. I am. I'm excited. We did it last year, so it can be done. Yeah, exactly. Right. We know we can. We, we will figure it out. Plus, we know this year I get to go to London with you. So who knows how many podcasts we could bank there. Right. We got to get one of your soccer stars on with us during it's, that time. It's the off season. They're all, they, oh, nobody will be there. It's summer. Yeah, yeah. That's summer. They'll all be gone. That's right. But. You're, you're a Man U fan now, huh? Yeah. I Did see you see you that the other day? Yes, that man. That shit was sick. Oh. And you know what's crazy is I'm a PSG fan, too, so I'm, like, on both teams. Yeah. But uh, to see, like, Rome score those two goals, that one goal early, and, like, that shit was just crazy. I was going crazy in the house, So who, were you rooting for Man U in that game? Then? I was actually – I had I, I gave up on Man U. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, PSG right. just looked so good yeah. in, in, in uh, Manchester and, like, scored the two goals and – and I just was like, oh, okay, so PSG's going to move on. And, and they even controlled the whole game. Yeah. They had the ball 70% of the time, like the whole game. Like, it was crazy. Just an insane ending. And, and they made two mistakes and then fucking lost, bro. It was crazy. It is crazy, man. It, it was is. awesome. It's been fun to watch, though, man, like getting into it. Uh, I also love that you're now carrying around the biggest jug of water yeah, I've ever that? seen in my life. I drink That's two incredible. of these a day. So I, it's it's like motivational at each mark of what you uh, – how many ounces is yeah, this? It's a dude? gallon. Amber it's bought gallon? this thing. Oh, my uh, gosh. Our trainer in, in uh, New York, in Jersey, had this, and then uh, Amber bought one, and then, you know, lo- turned it into a house competition. What's in the water? Apples. Oh, okay. I nice. put apples in there sometimes. I put lemons in there, you know. Ooh, very nice, Mix man. it up a little bit. I like that. You know yeah, you're creative with that. We may have to tweet out a picture of, uh, <laughs> of what he has going on in his water. Hey, congratulations. You have another job. Yeah, jo- yeah, the do. yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> you excited for that, man? Yeah, I am. Yeah, okay. I am. It should be fun. Yeah, so that's funny. Like, some, uh, somebody's asking me, like, at first, like, man, how's he going to, like, pitch and be on Get Up every day? I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like he's not going to be on Get Up every People day. People were crazy, man. Oh, I was, like, looking gosh. on Twitter. Somebody, yeah. tw- uh, yeah. not on Twitter, on Instagram. Yeah. Somebody put a picture up, and everybody's like, this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I do a podcast yeah. every week. Like, it's, it's no different. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, Exactly. It's no different at all. Well, yeah. see, our first uh, guest for the new season, Troy Tulowitzki. You looking forward to this one? I am. I am. New teammate, so it should be fun. All right. Troy Tulowitzki on R2C2. Just so you know, Troy, it's very, like, it's loose, as you may loose. have gleaned yeah. from this dude. And, uh... Should you feel the need to use profanity on this platform, you can. Okay. I don't know if that's in your repertoire or not, but you can go for it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> What's it like having this guy as a teammate so far, see? It's been fun, man. It's been fun just watch him do his thing, come in every day. And I know all the young guys are excited to, to learn from him and, and just kind of pick his brain and stuff. So it's been good. What is that like when you're you're an established veteran who is very accomplished, but you're coming into a new situation where – you know, hey, it's like your you know first day of school again, right? After all of these years, how how has that adjustment been? Yeah, it's been cool. I mean, um, w- unfortunately, with my injuries in my career, um, it's kind of set me back to where it, it almost feels like I'm a I'm a rookie again, and I got to come into a new team, 
um, and show people what I can do a little bit. So that part is, is kind of come full circle. But to be around guys like CeCe and just uh, guardies and guys like that, the veteran presence, um, that makes me feel, you know, kind of at home because these guys do it the right way and that's how it should be done. Is it different for you, too, when it's a veteran who's coming over for the first time than a young player, see? When it's a dude who's accomplished a lot yeah, this it's, league? Yeah, well, it's exciting just because I'm, I'm excited to get, for them to get a chance to experience, like, New York and, like, you know, the Yankees. And, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, outside looking in, you have always have a different perception of what it is. And I'm always, I'm always excited and, and, you know, anxious to see what people think, you know, when, when, when you actually get here. What have you thought so far just about, like, that aspect of things, Troy, the Yankee experience? Part yeah, like CC said, I didn't know what to expect, so I wanted to learn it on my own. You know, from afar, I think um, always a Yankees fan just because of what the franchise means to baseball. If you're a baseball fan, you're a Yankees fan. Um, I've watched a lot of games. Obviously, Yes Network does a great job covering the games. And then, you know. Well, thank you, Troy. I was about to say, that was a little shot yeah. right there. You yeah. like that, Troy. You might get up in the booth. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they've had some of the best players in the game. So, me as a baseball fan, you turn on the TV, you want to watch a Yankees game because it's the best players out there on the field. And you were a Jeter guy growing up. That's been well documented, right? Why you wore number two. I mean, it has that have you let yourself feel that a little bit that like wow like you know i could be starting it short for the yankees on opening day where jeter was yeah um but i think some of those things kind of went away after you're playing against that guy and yeah. competing against them and being at all-star games with them and, and building somewhat of a friendship with them those things kind of have, have faded and and now it's about you know myself going out there and, and doing my job and not and not being in awe saying oh you know the the guy i idolized was standing right here i think i'm a little bit past that but at yeah. the same time i respect it it's sort of sad, isn't it? Like once you get into the business and it's yours, like some of that stuff does fade away, you know? I, I don't know if it's sad, but like for us, it's just like, well, it was like me with Griffey. You know what I'm saying? Like I was a huge Griffey fan all the way growing up. And then like you got to face him and you got to play against him and you got to compete. So it's like then it turns into a guy that you want to get out. Like for me, I had to get out. You know what I'm saying? So it just turns into a, a peer, which is cool. Yeah, there is a cool part of it there when you actually develop a real relationship. And it's like, okay, well, I'm not looking at you like, you know, I did when I was a kid anymore, but I actually have some meaningful conversations with you. Yeah, I think what made it special for me is as a young player and getting a chance to meet Derek, I think I hear so many stories of all oh, my favorite player was so-and-so, and then you meet the person and he's uh, not what you what you thought he was <laughs> going to be. That's disappointing. Yeah. But when you get a chance to meet your idol and he's everything you thought he was, and he was respectful to you and, and shared any information he had that makes it that much more special. Do you still reach out to him at all and keep in contact with him? I know he's he's doing things. Um, you know, he actually reached out this offseason when I, uh, you know, got released by Toronto. Oh, yeah. um, so I got to, you know, talk to him a little bit there. But I, I think this is definitely a place I wanted to be. And uh, I know they're rebuilding over there, doing some things. So I, I wanted to win now. Yeah. That See, now that actually, because we take questions on Twitter as well, and usually we save them for the end but you just transitioned first Troy. so like that was something that mj garib wanted to know he said look there was there's been reports of a lot of other teams that were interested in you you know what made you decide this is where i want to be well, I'd like to say I probably was the most coveted free agent out there because of that, <laughs> <laughs> because of the price tag, right? <laughs> um, so I had everybody that, you know, wanted to wanted to see my workout. So I, I remember working out in Long Beach at the field and every team was there. I knew I was healthy. I knew how much work I had put into it. And um, 
you know, I felt like I had a good showing and, and, and the phone call was ringing a lot after that, but it, it, it was, it was a fun process. But like I said, um, because of the price tag, there was definitely a lot of teams interested. That's cool. I mean, that's, that's good. That you had interest, you know what I mean? Like, you know, some, I mean, there's guys out there right now trying to get jobs that can't like, you know, can't get teams to come watch them work out or do anything, man. It's crazy right now. There's so many accomplished players who still have a lot to give. I think about a guy who we love on this podcast, Adam Jones, yeah. you know, who clearly is still a very good contributing big league player unsigned. And you don't even, what's weird. You don't even hear anything about no, it. Like, it's crazy. Like, you know, Oh, well he may end up with this team or whatever. I mean, as a veteran, it, does it bother you seeing that? Without a doubt. Um, you know, AJ's a guy that's he, he's put in his time. He, he you know, it, it's one thing if there's some character issues mm-hmm. yeah. from a guy and you hear some stories. Uh, he was bad in the locker room or he doesn't hustle. Or then he you can understand it. Yeah, you can understand it. But AJ is the exact opposite. You know, yeah. he's a guy that I played against him a ton. So is CC. He plays the game the right way. Not only does he play the game the right way, he plays every day. Yeah. Uh, and that's hard to find. So that's unfortunate. Um, you know, I wish him the best and he, he, he should have a job. When guys come in, see, to to the Yankees, do you like, as a veteran, now this is going to be, what, your 11th season here? It's my 11th year, yeah, yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's crazy. It's flown by. That, man, it really did. It went so quick. Do you you pull guys aside and kind of, like, tell them some things right away, or do you let guys kind of survey the landscape themselves no, you just got, like especially older guys just let them survey the landscape and just kind of kind of see i mean most guys will have questions or like how does how does this go or or stuff like that but for the most part no you just let guys kind of like the older guys you know go and um you know just kind of figure it out on their own and and you know with with a little bit of help but uh you know like paxton you know i was i talked to early um you know but like when hat came over no you know just let him kind of do his thing so yeah troy for you the just the physical aspect of it like how how soon did you know like oh no, no no i'm like i'm recovered from these surgeries i'm fine was there a moment where you realized oh i'm all right i'm, I'm still going through the process you know yeah. because no matter how much work and rehab i did in the off season and after i had uh, both my feet worked on I had to go out there and play games and prove to myself that I could uh, answer back-to-back games. Like tonight, I'll, I'll be in there again, and I played the other day. That'll be my first time going back-to-back. So every game, I'm gaining confidence. Um, I think the team's gaining confidence in me every day, and I, I feel good. Main thing, I'm sticking to my routine, um, going about my business. And on the opposite end of CC, you know, he, he, when you asked uh, when you asked him about like veteran guys going about yeah. it, for me, you know. I, I'll ask him questions later on, but while I'm here, I just, you know, I, I trust what I do out there on the field and I, and I get people to respect me that way. Not trying to, uh, you know, talk a big game at the end of the day. Uh, I think being a veteran player, you get your respect by what you do out there on the field and how you go about your work. Is there anything, uh, like hurdle wise on the field that you're like waiting to, to like, see that that you need to feel like more confident about you know playing no if anything i just need to trust myself you know i go out there and i'm like wow i still can do that oh i can do that so every time i do something i'm like that wasn't that bad that wasn't that difficult so it's just gaining confidence and and having the ability to just forget about those injuries in the past and just be myself out there um it's it's been fun though i'll tell you that uh, i love taking the field man so it's been it's been special for me that's awesome. you were always a guy too who i think we looked at as like well that dude loves baseball like he, that's a baseball junkie yeah, right yeah. like i mean i'm from jump in, in your career it was like no no troy tulowitzki's a baseball guy Did, is that an accurate representation i would say so yeah. i i've played uh, in this division the last couple of years um 
and I'm probably not the nicest guy out there on the field. I'm not trying to make friends. <laughs> I'm not either. So not. <laughs> this dude yeah. will yell at everybody. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we oh. fine after. When we out there in competition, I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> so I'm not a guy that has a smile on my face. I always look like I'm, I'm in business, and that's kind of how I am out there. Um, I like to compete. Like CeCe said, after the game, if I have buddies on the other team, I'll talk to them. But when I step out there in between those lines, man, I like to get after it. I like to compete. So uh, you won't see too many smiles from me. I'm always thinking next pitch, what should I be doing, and trying to stay on top of things. Are you talking trash, too, during the course of a game? I wouldn't know if I talk trash, but I don't back down. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to, you know, have my presence out there felt to where, you know, get out of my way sort of thing. Oh, you know? I like that. I love you, it. You two going to get along I great, love it. <laughs> Sometimes, like, we'll get on our group chat after like see who are you yelling at i don't know I man. Don't I, was, know, man. I was just, just cursing like crazy to the yeah. air like it is funny though because now obviously with technology when you're actually able to slow it down and yeah go back, it's too I'm, much now <laughs> yeah, it's you good that i'm careful. getting out because <laughs> some of the shit that i'd be saying walking off the field i'm like yeah oh, <laughs> the best is you're gonna have a real good view when somebody tries to bunt on scene this year. <laughs> that's really when the fireworks start going off I, I, i've seen it from the other end <laughs> Him and uh, him and Donaldson. You know, oh, did you? I, they, yeah. uh, they would talk back and forth. But I love stuff like that. That's just two competitors, you know. Uh, JD's different, and obviously CC with the presence he has out there and what he's done in this game. It don't matter what we say. At the end of the day, you respect a guy like that because of what he's done in the game. Do you like now immersing yourself with? a couple of youngsters on either side of you. Have you already started to develop a rapport with Andujar and Torres as you've, you know, not only played with them, but gotten to go through drills with them and spend some time with them? Yeah, for sure. I love getting, you know, out there on the backfield, especially with Miggy and, and watching him get better. You know, I can I can see him and how he's gotten better from the first day we were here to to now. So, and that only continues to, to happen if you put in the work. And both those guys like to work. They want to be the best. And um, that's usually when guys really reach their potential and don't act like uh, they're already good and, and they got this thing figured out because if you act like that this thing will nip you in your butt real quick that's something about like our young guys though like all of them uh to their credit you know they're all really good but they all work hard yep. and they're all really humble so it's, it's fun to be around them like top to bottom like you can name them all and they're all good good guys and they work hard and they're great players but you don't find yourself having to say like hey hey hey, what are you doing none of them and and that's and that's why i think our clubhouse is such a a fun clubhouse and a good place to be in because there is really no egos we all just want to win and we all know that the ultimate goal is to try to win the world series and pull for each other so it's it's a good group man it's a special group what is the what's the relation have you built a relationship with Didi as well because obviously you guys are you're at the same position he's come back from injury what is that dynamic yeah like? i talked to Didi numerous occasions uh first of all you know before i got here uh, i let it be known that you know Didi's a shortstop um i respect his game i watch it from afar i've seen how um how much better he's gotten in short time and how much he's meant to this ball club uh, last year, like I said, it was a full year off, and uh, I watched a lot of Yankees games. And you can tell when Didi was in there. You can tell when he when he wasn't there. He's very important to this ball club. But for myself, my job is while Didi's out to to be the best player I can and help this team, you know, win games. And when Didi comes back, you know, I, I'm not worried about that. If I'm doing my thing, you know, there'll be a, there'll be a place for me. And and Didi. Um, I feel if, if we're both in there that it only can help. So uh, like CeCe said, there's no ego here. I just want to win, man, with what I've done in my career. 
the only thing missing for me is a ring, and uh, that will kind of complete it for me. And you know what? The crowd in October the last couple of years, man, it's been like old stadium. It, it, it has, it, it's been so fun yeah. just feeling the vibe and the energy. Even the, and I hate to bring up bad memories, but even Game Three with you guys getting smoked by the by the Red Sox, the crowd was. They were ready to go, yeah, like a little bit of a rally. At the end too, yeah. like, you know what I mean? It was, it was. They were there. It's, it's it, been fun. It's a good, it's, it's a good atmosphere yeah, right now. Yeah, because there is, there's like, there's an energy around the young guys, you know, and like the fan base went through a couple losing years, which you know for some franchises wouldn't seem yeah, like anything. Like yeah, exactly. Years. <laughs> it was like a couple playoffish years, God forbid, you know. But it was like maybe enough just to like relight the fire for fan bases who had maybe started to look at the playoffs as old hat, right? It's like, oh, wait, no, no. You want to be able to experience October. It's fun. You are going to love every aspect of that. And you guys, I, that's one thing just – I haven't been here much yet this spring, see, as you know, but just like the conversations I've been able to have over a few days, it seems like that's been the main focus of all the new pieces is like, do you see our team? I mean, we we got to – we have a real shot to win a championship here. We are stacked. Like th- this group feels very complete with everything you guys have. No doubt. That's why I'm here. Yeah. You know, um, I've came to spring training so many years where I said, all right, a lot of things have to fall into place. Some young guys have to play good. We need this and that from certain pitchers. And then to come here, you say, all right, even if things don't go quite perfect, we still got a chance at this thing. And I think that's when you have a real ball, a real good ball club. Yeah. Do you have a chip on your shoulder this year too, Troy? I would say I always play with a chip on my shoulder, man. Uh, that's just the way, that's just the way I've always been is, is, you know, feel like people don't believe in me, uh, you know, didn't think I can be a shortstop my whole career. And, you know, now that I've had these injuries, people didn't think I can make the comeback. So that part is, is kind of always been in me. But there is some extra motivation. Um, I've heard some people out there say that I really have no chance at this thing to come back with the surgeries that I've had. And, um, you know, what I'm up against, they, they really don't think it, it's in there. But um that's what makes it fun, man. You know, if people say, hey, you got it all figured out and this game's easy, then you get comfortable. Um, so for me, I'm excited about the upcoming season and just focus on uh, helping the Yankees win games. Are there specific people in mind who've said some of those things who you have in, in mind and you think like, okay. Oh, yeah, no yeah. doubt. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys will find out who those people are during the season. <laughs> I like it. See, do you have anyone who you remember like at some point in either your – you know, the developmental part of your life or somewhere in your career who like said something that just like, Oh, I'm going to remember that. And, oh like, yeah. A bunch, wrong. A bunch yeah. of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah of course. You want to name mean, names? No, no, I'm not going <laughs> to name names, but yeah, you have those people with the motivation and, and you never forget that, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's what drives you and keeps, keeps you going for sure. Yeah. I mean, and I'd imagine that there are some days throughout the grind of a season where maybe it is like that little extra fuel in the tank that keeps you going because this, I mean, you play 162 games in 180 days. That's a grind. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a long season, man. But but like when you got a good bunch of guys in a in a good team that you know got a good chance to win every night, it makes it fun to come to the park every day. You know, you guys got the the Bay Area connection essentially yeah. too, right? I mean, Troy, you grew yeah. up what just outside of San Jose. Yeah, I moved around. I think living in that Bay Area, not uh, my parents not having too much uh, money, we were moving around a lot. So a lot of, a lot of different. <laughs> so we were renting everywhere. So I was anywhere from from Oakland to San Jose, really. Um, so lived in a lot of different places. But yeah, it's definitely it, it is the Bay Area, and uh, we do share that. You know, when uh, when CC describes a fashion style as bayish. Do you know what he means when he's saying bayish, describing like 
Bay Area fashion because he's brought out <laughs> this term before on the podcast, and I'm wondering if it's something endemic to people f- who are from there. Yeah, we can probably talk about some some stuff, some E40 and getting high feet. <laughs> and like some Mac that, Dre. So. <laughs> so there's definitely a connection there, but uh, it's different, man. And uh, you know, you got to take pride in, in where you where you grow up and. Um, it's a neat place. Were you A's Giants? A's, A's, A's all day. Raiders? Yeah. yeah. No, no. I'm actually, no, no. I'm actually a Dolphins fan somehow. Wow. My, my dad grew up liking liking Marino and okay. uh, whatever my dad like, I like. But uh, we were definitely diehard A's fans, and I was at the Coliseum as a kid all the time man in those bleachers trying to get you know bp home runs <laughs> and, you know watching all the visiting shortstops that would come in studying their game and um i felt like i lived at that place for a couple of years to be honest yeah that, and that, you know what was cool back then too the teams took infield so you could see like the shortstop oh. or i could see like you know dave park or you know the first base and, and whoever was playing first base and you know will uh will clark like taking ground balls and stuff so that was cool back then I, I like seeing, like, infield, outfield. That was Yeah, like, they don't do it. I mean, they I do know, it on the man. backfield now, you know? It used to be before every game. Well, you guys have some clout. Now, why don't you make that part of the new Yankees? Nobody wants to take <laughs> infield, bro. <laughs> no, isn't it? Come on, it's kind of fun taking infield, isn't it? No, nah, it is. The game's just different, man. Yeah. You know, it, it's different. You know, I remember a couple years ago, um, A-Rod telling uh, me a story about how, like, he finds less and less people that after a game, he can – talk about the game that it almost becomes like a no no no, you move on type thing whereas like when he was a young player it was like you know joey cora and edgar martinez and that whole group they're like they're rehashing the game you know every single night afterwards troy are you the kind of guy who like after the game you know you kind of you you want to like be able to chat about the game a little bit afterwards recap or are you looking to move on to the next thing how i grew up man was with mostly holiday and helton and and beyond just talking about the game we would actually be hitting in the cage wow um yeah it, it, it was crazy a lot of fun I, I miss those days but like i just said the game's different you know the media sticks around a little bit longer so um that's changed so you know back in the day there was no media so you felt you know comfortable just you know hanging around and, and talking the game but um you know it it's different, but I think, you know, if we do talk the game, we might do it somewhere else, not necessarily in the clubhouse. Yeah, and I was about to say, I think it's a little different here just because of the media aspect where, you know, like after the game, they're in there and it's, you know, till the last person's leave. leave. So, you know, when, when I was in Milwaukee 2008, we would sit around the clubhouse, be three beat writers and they would leave and then we'll be in there for two hours after the game. You know what I mean? Wow. So it's just it's just it's different here. And, and the fact that, you know, you can sit around and do that, you know, when the media leaves. The good news is at your new clubhouse at Yankee Stadium, you will have several different places to hide. Oh, yes, this place is the, it's yeah. places to get away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure to show you that. <laughs> How about Matt Holliday is a guy we got to experience uh, here, you know, with the Yankees. And everybody just loved. I mean, Aaron Judge still talks about the value he got from having Holiday around. What are some things that, that you took from, you know, being his teammate at that early part of your career when you were? number one the way he took care of his body um he definitely was in the right room and just did the right things and the other thing honestly that wasn't necessarily uh on the baseball field but i think it can help is is the way he was with his family man i think he was the first guy that i saw that had kids at a young age and me being a young player and seeing how he handled his family and was able to focus on them when he needed to and then also be a baseball player when he needed to and his work didn't didn't waver at all with having you know two boys at the time that's something that i that i definitely learned and and now having a kid myself um he taught me 
you know, a, a lot about that, which is, I would say not too many guys are able to be really good at being a father and a baseball player. One, one kind of lacks and, and Maddie was a guy that never let that get in his way. That's so interesting. And that's something you can relate to see the difficult balance of that, of being an, you know, a great baseball player. while having four kids growing up as well. Yeah. But, it, and it's, uh, I think the the kids actually helped my game, you know, and the fact that where we talked about, you know, being able to just let things go, you know, after when I was younger, after games, you know, I would let things linger a couple of days, whatever, you know, if I had a bad start, you know, it would linger for a couple of days after I had kids, you get home, your kids don't give a fuck if you gave up seven <laughs> runs or you pitched yeah. a no hitter. They just know dad's home. It's time to hang out and it just takes your mind off of it. So I think, you know, for me having kids at a very, very young age, um, and being able to grow up with them has definitely helped me on the field and being able to, like, let things go. What's the thing you that uh, Carter's into that you're always playing to blade? Oh, Beyblades. What's oh, Beyblades, man? man? Do you little, know about this? Beyblades? No, it's basically tops. Like, you just get this this arena, and you get these little things, and you spin them, and then whichever one stops first is the is, is the winner is or the, loser? Is the loser. Oh, whichever so one you stops gotta first get it to, to spin You got to get it to keep spinning. All right. And it's, you know, I mean, you can scan it on the iPhone or the iPad and like play it on your on your phone. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like the, the little things that you see us playing with. Yeah. He can scan it on his iPad and then actually play with them on his iPad. Man, is it, it's got to be hard to keep up with the kids and like, because like I. But you have to. I you guess know, so, you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you have to when you have kids, oh, man. man. You, you get right back into it. So it's fun. That's something that we do every day after school. You have a five year old. I do. Yeah. Yep. What's what's he into right now? He loves sports, man. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. great. Yeah, yeah. Th- thank God. Because, <laughs> uh, baseball. He loves hockey right now, too. Oh, that's uh, cool. I live in Vegas in the offseason, so I take him to a lot of those Knights games, and oh, the atmosphere cool. is, is great. So I think that really uh, got him fired up about hockey, and he, now he does the announcements and pretends he's skating <laughs> out. So, that's yeah, awesome, yeah, man. He, uh, he lives for it, man, and uh, I'll be there to support him the whole time. And, um, you know, it's about it's about having fun at that age. Can you skate? I- yeah, he can skate already. Yeah. He's, he's a heck of a baseball player. You know, I, I won't be the one to talk up talk up my son too much. No, you always got to talk him up. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's got it. Nice. There's no doubt. I oh, just got to awesome. – I just – now it's my job not to mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. That's man. cool that, like, as he gets older, if he's in the sports, like, he'll just become your best friend. Like, my 15-year-old now, like, he just – you know, we talk about everything, and, and, like, the sports is the bond. So, it's, it's cool. That's awesome, man. That's a beautiful thing. Or right, we have some questions uh, – from excited Yankee fans, Troy, on on Twitter for you. Annalise wants to know, are you looking forward to or have you heard anything about what John Sterling's home run call for you might be? No clue, but I am looking forward to to hearing it and – because you know you get a nickname did, did of sorts. Did he call the first one or no? I don't know, Jack. The first did he, one no. he didn't get to yet. Okay, because you yeah, have I'm two homers sure. already. I hadn't heard, yeah. I hadn't heard anything. Yeah, so. <laughs> I haven't heard it yet either. I wonder sure what he's got. He, I know. I know he has got some plan probably sure. for sure. Yeah, like he he's got a he's got to have some plan for sure. But I, it's always exciting to hear like what he chooses for the first time. <laughs> uh, yeah, have I'm, you thought I'm about what you're gonna do um, with the bleacher creatures? Oof. When they, no, you know, with the roll call, we might have to talk later about that. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure, but something meaningful, something that 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 gets me going, fires me up a little bit. So we'll see what it is. Does it ever bother you that you don't get to do roll call because you're a pitcher? <laughs> no, and you know what? Me and AJ talked about that actually, and then he got him to do roll call, and then right after he gave up a homer, so I was like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> <I'm not laughs> you're like, "I'm not doing I'm cool. it." I'm cool on the roll call. What about la- how about first start at home since it's your last season? They do roll call. Nope. No, nope, you I don't, don't want to break it. tradition. I don't want it, man. Right. I'm too superstitious. I would imagine. <laughs> I see. I see what it did to the pitcher. You I'm saw cool. what happened with AJ. You're like, I'm. 
out. I'm good. I would imagine that's going to probably be a cool moment for you, man. Just the first time you hear roll call. Yeah, out, as man. a visiting player, you know, you hear it, you see it. It's definitely you something it. that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Bishop wants to know, because CC is a huge TV and movie connoisseur. I don't know if you've learned this yet, but I mean, this dude's seen every TV show ever made and, and is the ultimate binge watcher. What is your favorite TV show or movie? And do you have any you're into right now that you like? I wouldn't say there's one that sticks out right now. When Entourage was playing, I, I, was, a big sh- I was a big fan of that show. Um, Movie-wise, honestly, like we talked about earlier, whatever my kid's watching, you know, yeah. I'll get into and try to enjoy it with them. But, no, nah, w- I'm probably on the opposite end uh, of CeCe. Not, not too many shows, not too many movies, to be honest. If you, if you go home at night and you, you're just like – Got TV to yourself, right? Yeah. Are you yeah. flipping on a game for the most part? Oh yeah, part? college yeah. basketball, co- college football, something, something like that. Yeah, nice, definitely man. sports related. No nice. Got you. <laughs> Who are your teams? In, uh I mean, I know obviously you went to Long Beach State, but do you have uh, other teams? They don't have a football college? team, right? No, 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 yeah. no. intramurals. Intramurals. <laughs> <laughs> Troy's at the games all decked out. Like, go, go. Yeah, yeah. They, they did. They did back in the day. Actually, the best player that went there and he ended up transferring was Terrell Davis. Oh wow. Um, but. Um, yeah, they took away. They took away football. I, I like I like the, watching the good teams, honestly, yeah. and the good coaches. You know, Urban Myers, even though he's gone, I like Ohio State. I like Michigan. I like Big Ten football. And then college basketball, how could you not like Duke um, and what Coach K does over there? Uh, so I, I just watch the better teams, to be honest. You think Zion's going to be a good pro right away? See? Right away. Yeah. I think so. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's too athletic. Like you look at him in the post, he can just get buckets at any time. Like he's he's gonna be good. He's got to get a little jumper, and he's gonna be he's gonna be amazing, man. I'm I'm excited to see where he goes. I think it depends on where he goes too. Mm. I don't think he's he's gonna be good right away if he goes to Phoenix. Yeah, that's a good point. Because there's too many young guys. There's nobody there to help him like work and develop. You know, he needs to go somewhere where he can. I don't know where that is, but if you know somewhere where he can get some veteran presence and like help him, you know, develop and be a pro. I've been impressed with him, yeah, you know, you from, like him? from afar. Yeah. Just not only his game, his game, that's easy to say, but how he handles stuff. I think that's why I think he's going to be real good is because how could, you know, being a slam dunk champion and all those things and how much attention he gets, it really doesn't go to his head, man. Yeah, he's, he's very he's mature. Pretty, he's pretty mature, even keel, and uh, I think that'll help him out a lot. Uh, no doubt. I did, Um, we had a crossover game because I broadcast NBA games as well, and, and we did one with Jay Billis recently, uh-huh. and Jay was talking about him, and I, I can't remember the exact analogy yet, but he was like talking about the first time he watched him. He's like, he's 280 pounds. He's on a dead sprint and basically sees him do like a Barry Sanders cut. He's like, think about that at 280, 280. that he can just like boom on a dime like. F- in That's transition. what I'm saying. So he's gonna he's gonna already be able to get buckets in the post because nobody's gonna be. Able, he's stronger than everybody yes. already. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he's got that. And and I didn't realize he was that good in the post. You know, yeah. like his his posting his moves are are good. I think Chicago would be an interesting place for him. Yep. Because they already you know when you have. Levine's pretty good. Markinen's good. really yeah, good, Levine right? I watched play, him the man. other night. Yeah. He's gotten way better, He man. has, man. He, He's great body control yeah. against the rim. You, and you add in Wendell Carter, the kid they drafted from Duke last year, is good. Throw him in the mix. They, the Bulls could have a like quick little, little turnaround, especially in the East. They I, want to, I want to see him on the Knicks. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. I mean, now, with him and KD and Kyrie, I think KD and Kyrie are coming. You think so? I think so. Well, that, you know what? I think Kyrie... 90%. I think KD 75%. Okay. 
Wait, KD ninety percent? You said? I think Kyrie ninety percent. Wow, I think really? Kyrie's out I of think, Boston. I think CC wow. might have some insight. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Right. <laughs> those per, those percentages, it seemed like he was right. Well, on I just think Kyrie's out of Boston. Look <laughs> yeah. the way, look, look at the way shit's going, and like his body language and everything. It's just, it's a lot for him to handle. So I think he is going to try to team up with somebody. Yeah, being KD. And then go to the next this 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 summer. You know, you're you're now diving into uh, other media ventures as well. See, maybe that's going to be your first big splash is breaking the news of them both. I broke the the news of KD to the Warriors. You did ask the group chat. Really? (laughs) I got to go back. You broke that news. All right. So you're telling us KD and Kyrie. That's your prediction. That's my prediction. You'd be all right with that, right? Goes front row seat to that. That'd be fun to watch. That'd be fun to watch, right? Oh yeah. Just those two. Even if they don't get Zion. Right. The garden would be hopping. That's for sure. Um, This question is uh, from, um, well on Hudson, that's a Twitter name. Do we really know what that means? No. <laughs> he wants to know, if you could go back to one moment in baseball history, what would it be? My own experience? or could be any moment oh, from afar. Wow. Or it, could be, it could be in your career. Or it could be like, you know, something else that happened that, you know, you would have liked to have been at as a fan, something along those lines. My career would be, you know, my rookie year, uh, making it to the World Series. Mm-hmm. I was something I'll never forget. Uh, I think our team at the time was a little bit too too young, um, playing a good Boston team. Um, they had should have been playing our team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had some experience um, on their side. We were we were young. Uh, the, you know, we had two weeks off. I remember, so the moment might have been a little bit too big, too much of a waiting game. But uh, I'll never forget that. You guys had won every game, right? You swept yeah, we everybody. Swept, we right? swept the whole thing. We had two weeks off two before weeks the off. World Series started. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah we, playing, we blew a three-one lead. Yeah. I yeah. remember, man. I blew it. Oh no! I still know. have nightmares about that uh, shit. <laughs> I, I, hey, you made up for it. Uh, a year and a half later. Well, not for Two Cleveland. Years later. Not with Cleveland. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> I still I owe them people. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Troy, thank you for doing this with no, us, thanks man. For having appreciate, me. appreciate it. it. Looking forward to watching you this year, and I do not want to be on the list of people who you have on your wall about who doubted you. I fully believe <laughs> that you are going to play great and, and those heels are going to be beautiful and, and you're going to have a great time. I here. appreciate that. That is Troy Tulowitzki with us on R2C2.